0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. I am your host, Angel Bernard. What is going on? How's it going? June is just around the corner and 2021 is almost halfway over. Where has the time gone? The weather is getting warmer, the sun is shining, and the people are getting ready to just let loose these next couple of months. The sun is out, people are hanging out by the pool, and no one is really working. You know, Monday... At 11 a.m. you ask someone, hey, what's your plan for the rest of the day? And they're just like, nothing, man. Just just really just hanging out for the rest of the day. Um, so, yeah, that's the vibe for the summer. Tank top, Ray-Bans, and no worries. That's the wave I'm trying to ride this summer. I'm really going to surround myself with a bit of lightheartedness these next few months, people. Um, old glasses over here is trying to get... You know, get more on the the positive route of things, which is damn near impossible because by nature, I'm such a negative person. Like I know this may be hard for a lot of people to understand, you know, but i'm an I'm an extremely pessimistic person. Um, I know the people who have listened to the show, you're like, "What? Angels pessimistic? No, but it it's true. I'm a very, you know, negative person. I just tend to mask my issues with comedy. Um, That's really the only way you can get through life in my eyes. You just kind of have to be able to laugh at all the shit you go through and not take it so seriously. Um, That's kind of what I'm slowly coming to realize, which is easier said than done, you know, but I have to try, man, especially, you know, these next few months, they're going to be a little bit hectic from a work standpoint. So I really have to start learning to just roll with the punches. If there's a little Mishap with work a bug in the code a concept doesn't work out. I have to just Accept it and deal with it. Like that's what I have to do because right now man every time Something bad happens. I just get way like way too in my head and it can just like ruin my fucking day like Yesterday I was super stressed out man trying to make this fucking deadline and all I have left to do before I finish for the day Is Type up this email and send the files out. That's it. Like how long should that take two minutes max? So I type out the email yada yada yada. Here you go. Have a good Memorial Day. See you later And all I have left to do is hit send. That's it hit send and I'm done for the day And what happens my fucking laptop starts to automatically update right as I'm about to click the fucking button the screen goes black and i freak out because at first i thought my laptop crashed and then i started realizing that like like i started realizing that it was just updating automatically and i lost it man i just every fucking time man every day is something different i can never just have one day a fucking piece it's always me and like dude i just got so irrationally annoyed that I had to go for a 10 minute walk just to calm down. So yeah, that's the next thing I have to work on. I have to just calm down. I have to learn to roll with the punches and I figure, hey, there's really no better time to like enjoy what's happening around me than right now. Like the summertime is the best time to really just slow it down. Like I used to love this time of the year when I was in school. Like there was no There was no better feeling you used to get During those last couple days of the school year. It was like it was the fucking best last day of school Fucking great, you know, you know, you wake up that morning with a damn smile on your face Nine months of school and you never woke up on time once but this day on the last day of school you wake up early throw on some music put on your favorite outfit and then you'd get to school, sit behind your desk. Obviously, you're not going to work. You're just slowly counting down the hours until the bell would go off. Making plans with people. Hey, what's the move for tonight? Are we going out or are we just staying in and playing video games? You know, that's that's all it was all day. You know, it was just making plans with people on what to do over the next three months. Saying bye to people, mentally telling certain teachers to go fuck themselves All of that fun stuff. And then you'd hear that sound go off. That bell starts ringing and it's like you're hearing God sing. And almost immediately you would get this like feeling like the entire weight of the world was taken off your shoulders. Just a feeling of fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm going to spend the next three months being a complete degenerate with my friends until 4 a.m. every single night. And you know what? That is exactly what we would do. We would just do the dumbest shit every single night. And it was a great time. Every night, it was something different with your buddies. And me, I'm from this tiny fucking town in the middle of nowhere. So we would really have to get creative just because there was like quite literally nothing to do. Like, if And if you're also from a small town you really understand that figuring out what to do, it was an entire event by itself. It was so boring there that figuring out what to do was part of the plan itself. That was how people from small towns pregame. they literally just gather in someone's garage or sit on someone's tailgate and just drink a little bit and figure out what they're gonna do later that night. And if you find something like a house party, you'd go check it out and if you didn't, you would just stay home and like play video games all night. It it really wasn't fun people, but we had to make it fun because we knew that that was really the best we could do. There was no club hopping in LA, there was no giant parties. The best we got was just 20 or 30 farmers drinking moonshine, sitting around a campfire listening to George Strait. That's really that was like first class service in my town. Like, dude, I remember we used to just drive around because that was the most exciting thing we could do. It was either drive around with your friends looking for shitty house parties or sitting in a parking lot smoking weed and eating McDonald's. Those were your two options on the weekend. And I remember if we couldn't find anything to do, which was most nights, we would go to this plaza area, which it's not even a plaza Let's. That's way too fancy of a word. We just called it a plaza to make it seem better than it was It was basically one giant like parking lot on the edge of town Surrounded by soulless food chains like McDonald's and Taco Bell and Burger King and Subway It was literally a giant square parking lot with 200 empty spots because it was a town of like 20 people so it was always empty and it was just surrounded by fast-food places and I think there was like a grocery store but that's really it and we would just sit in someone's trucks like in someone's truck stuffing our faces with the finest food in america and in just like this completely empty parking lot like telling bullshit jokes complaining about how boring it was and i remember sitting there dude thinking what are people in big cities doing right now i loved asking myself that question i've loved architecture and more specifically giant cities since i was a kid so i would just i would just think you know what's someone in new york or someone in chicago doing like were they exploring the city with their friends they were obviously never bored they always had something to do and there was always a memory to make i've always been fascinated with the concept that there are people just like you and so many like different parts of the world going through the same things as you working that same job living a life just like yours but completely different and it wasn't until i went away to school and started meeting people who were raised in the city where i realized yeah i'm i'm kind of glad i grew up in a small town like just just hearing some of the stories they've told me like like jesus we like we might have had it better being stuck in that small town like we were Basically protecting ourselves from the horrors of the world. So, you know, as boring as it was, I would much like have rather grown up in a small town than some big city like L.A. Like, let me tell you something. I've become friends with people who were raised in Los Angeles and New York. And when you ask them what their childhood was like, it was just... It was just stories of them doing below on Sunset Boulevard. Like, that's really all it was. It's fucking crazy. And here I am, like, talking to these people with my small-town, good-old-boy mentality, telling stories about how my friends and I used to drive 30 minutes to In-N-Out on Friday nights, you know? And then you ask them what they used to do for fun, and they just straight-up tell you, you know? Like, oh, I used to snort cocaine with Lindsay Lohan. And you're just like, oh, well that's one way to grow up, you know, like, that's really the only normal reaction you can have to hearing something like that, you know, like, you know, how else are you supposed to react to being told that, you know, the person you're dating used to do blow on sunset at 18 years old, really, all you can do is just kind of sit there with a poker face trying to hide the fact that you're thinking, oh, like, maybe you experienced the big city a little too much growing up, you know, but then again, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the weird one for not knowing how to react to that. Maybe I've just been the all shucks type my entire life. Like I, I always thought growing up, you just did normal shit. You you smoke weed. You play video games with your friends. That's really all you needed. You weren't you weren't trying to score crack in L.A. somewhere. That wasn't. Like that was just so fucking weird. You played Minecraft and drank Coke until 4 a.m. That was it. That was summer vacation. Simple. It's not like that anymore. Now we're all adults and everything is fucked and your friends no longer want to play Minecraft and drink Coke. They want to play Minecraft and do Coke. Like that's what it's become. And that's just why I stay home, man. I don't do shit. I don't go anywhere. I don't meet up for drinks with people I don't know. It's just me relaxing in my house partaking in some herbal and organic activities and just ignoring everyone so the wave i'm trying to be on these next few months is a simple one i'm just going to try to take it as easy as possible despite my work schedule being hectic as fuck. i'm going to just try to find some joy and not be a full-blown adult who's dead inside like i can't let myself become that person i'm I'm really trying to like get that carefree feeling back, people. like Capitalism has robbed me of that feeling, and now I have to process a decade of educational trauma just to even feel somewhat alive. And for what? What was it all for? To get some piece of paper and to not be taken seriously by anyone? I just threw my entire childhood away. I also remember sitting in that truck with my friends thinking, I cannot wait to graduate from college, and to be an adult. Now look at me. You go to school for half a decade, study hard, take out three lifetimes worth of debt, write a dissertation, complete a thesis, and just to not be given a second look. But that's how it is. Imagine this, people. Imagine spending all four years of high school studying your ass off, Like, just no life, face buried into a textbook because you're trying to get into a good school. Studying all day, every day, and then boom. Four years of hard work. You get accepted into your dream school. But you know what? That's not the end of the road. So you still keep studying all through college. Four more years of just all day, every day studying. Hey, you want to come to dinner? Fuck off, I'm studying. Just that for four years. And then you graduate with your bachelor's, finally. But again... That's not the end of the road for you. Not even close. Now, now you have to apply and get accepted into medical school. And not, not only that, you somehow have to pay for med- medical school. And so let's say you do. Let's say by some miracle you find yourself accepted into a medical school and you've been approved for a $200,000 student loan. Let's just say that. Is that the end? No. Not even close. Now you have to survive medical school, then residency, and then your medical exams, and all of that fun shit. And then, and only then, after you've done nearly the impossible, can you call yourself a doctor. After jumping through a lifetime of hoops, you can now label yourself a medical professional. You can now hopefully have some credibility in this fucked up, deregulated world that we live in. And in a perfect world, in a perfect world, you would have credibility. The intellectuals would be valued and listened to. But we're not in a perfect world. We're in the United States. We Americans don't care about your fancy degree. Your fancy degree doesn't mean shit to us. You hang up your degree on the wall and people start giving you shit. You know, oh, you think you're better than me because you have a fancy fucking paper? Like you get mocked for being educated. You know, people used to literally mock me when I was going to college. Like, yeah, mock me for being educated, people. Like, let's do that. You could, like, what the fuck, man? Like, you could be the best doctor in the country after going through residency, medical school, dissertation after dissertation. Best doctor in the country. And you can tweet something out like, hey, McDonald's is bad for you. And immediately you would have 100 comments from mouth-breathing morons telling you that you're wrong. God forbid a medical professional tell someone to stop eating triple cheeseburgers every single day because the second you do that is the second people start questioning your legitimacy. There's there's no accountability in this country. You tell someone to lay off of the fast food and immediately they think you're the one who's wrong. No, my diet is perfect. I can eat McDonald's every day and still be healthy. You're the one who's wrong. How dare you tell me what I can and can't do? What? Are you some sort of communist? Do you think you're better than me because you have, some, you have those fancy fucking plaques on the wall? That diploma from Harvard doesn't mean shit. That, that's what you're greeted with nowadays. That's how intelligence is treated in this country. So everyone says doctors are overpaid. I disagree. I think doctors are underpaid. I don't think doctors are paid enough to put up with the bullshit from people, to have to put up with people who did half a semester at their local community college, telling them they're wrong. The American ego has gotten way too out of control. All of these idiots walking around with the Internet in their pocket, convinced that they're right and the world is wrong. It must be it must be so nice to live in a world where you're always right. Imagine that. Imagine never being wrong. Imagine being able to spout complete nonsense, and when someone calls you out on it, you can either A, lash out at them, or B, go to www.imbright.com to back up your horseshit claims. That's why everything is such a joke nowadays. There's no accountability. There's no self-awareness. It's just 330 million ignorant Americans who all think they're right. What the fuck is the point of even going to school anymore if no one is going to take you seriously? Employers won't take you seriously. Other college graduates won't take you seriously. And the internet definitely won't take you seriously. So don't take anything too seriously because everything is a joke nowadays. Businesses, podcasts, degrees, this country, our banking system, the American people, all one giant joke. You get a bachelor's degree, and suddenly they're only hiring people with master's degrees. You pay your taxes, and yet the roads in front of your house are still fucked up. You break your penis, and your insurance only covers vaginas. This is just one giant Ponzi scheme that we have the audacity to call a country, and it's collapsing all around us. So don't take yourself too seriously, because we're all going to be sitting in the mud learning Russian in a prisoner of war camp soon, I promise you and i wish i could just say listen to the professionals people but lately i i don't even know who that is who are the professionals it used to be the people with degrees but really not anymore to be honest like it's like the bar had gotten so high of what a professional was that people just started saying hey you know what fuck it like people saw how high the bar was and they just said yeah i'm i'm not going to do that it became why would i become a professional when I can just go on the internet and call myself one. And you can have a legit career that makes a lot of money doing that. And so you know what, I I don't blame them for doing that. The fact that you have to go to school and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for multiple degrees just to even be glanced at is laughable. It's laughable because you're not a professional when you graduate from school anymore. You're a beginner. You're barely even like you haven't even started. It's like those past four years of college were for nothing. A bachelor's degree is almost worthless. Do you know how many clients have asked me about my degree? Zero. I haven't been asked once because no one cares. It was all a lie. It was all an illusion. It became a clusterfuck of political scandals and universities running profit scams and Americans playing ignorant. It was like the perfect recipe for disaster you know now asking someone to listen to the advice of someone who knows better is it's like an insult you tell someone to listen to their doctor and immediately they ask you oh oh you, you think i can't take care of myself like like that's what you like that's how you're treated nowadays for asking people to just listen to professionals you know we now live in a time where people think doctors are lying A doctor tells their patient they have cancer and the first question out of the patient's mouth is who's your source how do I know you're not lying how do I know that those machines aren't just spewing some bullshit so you can make more money like like Jesus people can we just listen to the fucking experts you know there's like there's so much information out there nowadays and Americans aren't smart enough to know how to deal with it like the internet was it was way too much power for us. It's becoming very obvious that we we should not be allowed to have as much freedom on the internet as we do. You know, all of this information has now turned into misinformation. And no one knows who's telling the truth and who's lying. It's just... We're just like in this weird space of limbo where everyone's just kind of floating around. So yeah, people, try to, try to lighten the fuck up and... Enjoy the summer because it'll probably be this country's last. So do what you love. Go on those adventures you always wanted to go on. Do those drugs you've had your eye on the past couple of months. Start thinking of the things you want to do. Shooting your shot with the person you've been crushing on. Quitting your job and telling your boss to go fuck himself. You know, just say fuck it and let it all out, people. Uh, One of the things I will be trying to do this summer is I will be trying to find the best Mexican restaurant in Texas. And I know people are listening to this thinking, well, that's a giant waste of time, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. Finding the perfect Mexican spot is both an art and a long, daunting process, especially in this fucking city. Like, before I came here, people kept telling me how good the Mexican food was in this fucking state, and I'm here to say right now that that is not true. I don't know who started This blatant lie, but whoever it is, they need to be thrown under the fucking jail. Mexican food is awful here. Take your Tex-Mex and shove it up your Tex ass. How about that? I know people in the state, they like to think they're the best at everything. You know, but you all fall short when it comes to this. There's a very specific and complex set of rules that a Mexican restaurant has to follow in order for it to be considered a good place. It needs to have authenticity. Like, I want a place with the booze that are torn up and worn in because so many heavy Mexicans have been sitting in that exact spot their entire lives. I, like, I want a place that doesn't speak a lick of English. In fact, when someone recommends a spot to me, one of the first questions I ask them is where it's at. Where's the place at? Like, not if they have good food, not if they have happy hour for margaritas. No. Where is this place? That's all I need to know because if it's in the middle of some upper-class neighborhood where everyone is wearing suits And a white woman is going to lead me to my table. I will not go I won't even waste my time because I know immediately it is going to suck in fact If you're planning on walking up to me and recommending a Mexican restaurant like that Just do me a favor and punch me in the face instead just punch me in the fucking face as hard as you can, so I don't spend a $100 on another fucking dinner that I will not enjoy. I need my burrito spot to be $8 and in the middle of the sketchiest neighborhoods. I need it to feel like I can get stabbed at any second. In fact, I'm actually willing to pay more for an experience like that. A lot of people pay extra to eat at fancy restaurants, no, not me, I'd much rather pay a $100 to sit in the hood and eat the best burrito I've ever had than waste $100 eating a burrito that tastes like gentrification and systematic oppression. Like, that's not me. That is not me. So if you guys know of any Mexican restaurants, please let me know. I have been unable to find a decent Mexican spot yet, although I think we may have found a, a front runner in the past few days. It's still, it's not the best, but... It's it's a front-runner, but we have to keep searching. If a place you recommend is close enough to where I am, I might just sneak over. You know, I might sneak over there on my lunch and try it out real quick, you know, because I'll have the time. You know, I got to tell you something, man. This this work-from-home shit, it's the best thing on the planet. You have so much freedom. I am 100% pro-work-from-home. I I never understood the reasoning for having to have your employees drive into the city through all of that traffic to an office space to do a job that they can just do from their house. Like, let your employees have some sense of work-life balance, for God's sake. I mean, like, I saw this tweet from Forbes today. Let me pull this up. I saw this tweet from Forbes today. Here we go. I'm pulling it up right now. A study shows, which, by the way, we all know every credible Every credible source and statement starts with something vague, like study shows. But anyways, the tweet says study shows people working from home are having sex, dating, taking naps, and doing side hustles on company time. Do you see what I mean, people? Do you see what I mean when I say it's never enough? Why is this who gives a fuck? Like so you're you're people are upset that their employees are going for walks is this how dare you have a work-life balance how dare you have sex how dare you find some sort of happiness that isn't work related like how dare you want to pursue your on your own passions like this is what greed is people these people will not be happy until they own your entire being like you cannot let these people own who you are like i I have friends who have just been swallowed by the corporate landscape. They're like working literally 80 hours a week and it's just completely overworked and underpaid and it's quite honestly borderline criminal and these these employers should be thrown in prison. It's just so, it's so fucking stupid. Like, it's not enough to just have someone work for you. You have to track every minute of your employee's day. Like, you have to do shit like drug test them to see what they're doing on their free time. Are you fucking kidding me? It's so fucking stupid. It's gotten so bad that people just don't want to work. Like, people are literally saying, "No, like, no thanks. I'd rather risk starvation instead of do your slave labor. Like, that's what, I, that, like, that's what people are doing. And for you people saying, well, this is what happens when you make unemployment so high. No. No, you dense motherfucker. This is what happens when you treat your fellow countrymen like second-class citizens for centuries. Grow the fuck up. People are realizing, oh, we have the power. Oh, we don't actually have to do this shit. We don't actually have to go to college. We don't actually have to work a thousand hours a week and risk our entire life. Like People are realizing this and... These corporate bootlickers are trying to stick up for them and be like, oh, no, you need to do your job. You need to be 100% about work because, yeah, because that's going to work out. So, yeah, you know, and I guess that just kind of leads me to my conclusion, you know, that after talking through all of this, what we need to do is we really just need to just tell these people to go fuck themselves. Hey, you can't tell me what to do. Hey. You know the people really have the power am i planning a revolution here no no that's too much work um that's actually not i don't want a revolution at all actually what i what i want for there to happen is i want biden to actually open up the borders so i can get the fuck out of here i i hope there's an open border policy for this country so i can leave and i recommend that you do the same uh, but anyways, before we go, people, um, a while back I started talking about a segment I wanted to start doing regularly. I wanted to do an advice segment. So if you need advice, whatever it is—school, career, relationship, whatever—feel free to write it in. I'll keep it hundred percent anonymous. I'm not some rat. I'm not with that small town hokey horseshit. Um, so if you want, DM me on Instagram um, or on Twitter at the Angel Bernard. Go ahead and follow me. Send me memes. Um, Ask me whatever and I will read it on here and I will give you advice. It's it's the least I can do a lot of people like they come up to me and they they tell me things like oh angel You're so wise and smart. Please give me guidance. So that's that's what I'm gonna do I'm going to do what all good cult leaders do Which is they inspire they give guidance they lead they spark thought and they also scam their followers out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. So please go ahead and Venmo me, you know, proceedings for the cult dues. Uh, first of the month is coming up very soon. Also, please tell your friends and family about this cult. Get the word out. Um, if this was your first time listening to this, please make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify. And yes, it is this ignorant every single week. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Stay woke, stay alert, enjoy the little things. Don't let the fact that the country is going to collapse in nine months keep you up at night. Just enjoy the start of your summer. Maybe take that trip to the beach. Stuff your face with clam chowder and beach burgers because that's really all there is left to do. Um, I love you guys and I'll see you next week.